Hello, hello, beautiful people. You are listening to We the Changemakers with Ani Deal. We the Changemakers is a podcast about how each of us is able to make a difference in the world, whether it be small act or a large act. You never know what you can do to have a rippling effect on the world around you. And today what I want to share with you is a passion of mine, a project that I've just started that launched yesterday, in fact, called Naked Dinners. It's something that I've had in mind for a little while. I have been wanting to gather together people to create community and to really form and encourage connection between people. And not just any kind of connection, authentic, real, vulnerable, genuine connection. This depth where you go and you name things as they are and you speak to the experience you're having in this moment. Like right now, I am speaking to you from the closet of my house in Brussels and I am excited to speak to you. Um, I notice a little bit of nervousness about what I'm going to say and I also feel like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be at this moment. And being able to bring our inner experience out and vocalize it and allow it to become part of our the rest of our experience and allow other people into that um, inner world of ours, it brings connections to a deeper, more authentic level. Because we're not trying to hide anything or prioritize anything or say some experiences are valid and others are not. Some experiences are positive and some are negative. No, they're all accepted. We welcome all of them. And I've been seeing how necessary it is really to encourage these kinds of connections because every time I have them in my life, it feels invigorating. It feels positive. It feels life-giving. It feels energizing. And if I can help other people to also access this, then I'm ecstatic. <laughs> like, that's all I really want. So this idea of a naked dinner came about um, because sometimes it can be easier for people to get naked physically than naked emotionally. And what we really crave as humans is this connection, is this vulnerable, open, authentic connection. And how do we do that except by practicing? Because in life, we are taught that it's not safe, that we can't bring our inner experience out, that if we share it, that we might be rejected, that people might judge us, that they might um, see us as less than. Whereas really, in these safe containers and safe environments, we can practice trusting ourselves and trusting others that every experience is perfectly valid. And so I invited people that I thought might be interested uh, in my orbit in Brussels to come to this first naked dinner, um, which I held at my house last night. And I want to um, make a comment here that it is not actually physical nakedness. Nobody was sitting naked on a towel around the dinner table um, trying not to look at somebody else's boobs. <laughs> that is not what was happening. Even though one of the participants thought that was going to be the case and was very much hesitating about coming. And when I assured her 
there's no pressure, you take things at your own speed, um, thinking she meant like emotionally, um, she decided to come anyway and was very happy to find out that we were all clothed. <laughs> so I think it's uh, wonderful that she decided to come anyway, even though that uh, discomfort was there. And some people also feel equally or even more uncomfortable when they realize that there will be um, a need to bear their souls, or not a need, but this kind of intention to uh, open up in that kind of vulnerable way. And they can have as difficult or more difficult of a time doing that than um, than than taking all their clothes off. Um, but I think it's kind of difficult to put both of those hand in hand. So we, we focused on the, on the emotional nudity rather than the physical nudity. Um, but I spent a lot of time and energy in preparing this dinner because I really wanted it to, um, be in the right intentionality, um, in, in the why, in the truth. I wanted to bring forward uh, uh, my vision of connection, of this authentic relating between people, rather than um, rather than thinking about all the details. Even though, of course, I had to think about, well, what meals am I going to cook? What am I going to ask people to bring? What is the schedule? What kinds of games am I going to to conduct through the evening? And as I've never done this before, and I've only ever attended one workshop of this kind of, of this type, um, there was a lot of anxiety in the preparation of it. And so by focusing on why I was doing it and the reason behind it, it gave me a lot more comfort and trust that things, I could let go and let things happen as they were meant to happen. So as tonight, as last night came around, um, I had already prepared all of the meals. Um, I had asked everyone to bring something vegetarian to share. Um, I had asked a couple people to come a bit early so that they could help me in case I was freaking out, which I wasn't actually. I put on some soft, um, peaceful music uh, that wasn't going to put anybody to sleep, but was just going to put us in the right vibe. And I spent some time cleansing and blessing the space and calling in all of the intentions that I had for the space of connection, of openness, um, of this letting go as well for me. And so I called in all of these things and I also really spent time thinking about every person who was coming and what they were bringing with them um, emotionally, possibly. And um, and it was a really beautiful way of preparing the evening so that when people started to arrive, I was able to go with the flow, even when I felt like things were a bit messy and I couldn't control everything and we were still cooking, even though I wanted to be at a different part of the evening. And as soon as I let go of all of that, and I realized like, okay, I think we're ready to start now. I look at the time and it was precisely the time that I had intended to start everything. It was 7.30 and people had been arriving for the last half hour. I had actually encouraged everyone as they walked in to try to talk to someone and say, 
and say the sentence, something most people don't know about me is. Something most people don't know about me is. And what was really interesting was not the answers that we got from that. It was actually how it made people feel to walk into a space and already have that and kind of make assumptions about how deep they had to go with that, that they had to reveal their innermost secrets. And so when we finally sat down at 7.30 and started talking about how that made people feel, with which for many people was anxiety-inducing, um, it was special to be able to um, reveal a different version of that, um, which was like a lighthearted version, like something most people don't know about me is I used to brush my teeth in the shower. It can be as simple as that, you know? So I would, yeah, I would encourage you to think about the different levels that you can go to in that and how we make assumptions that we immediately have to share our innermost secrets when when we don't. It's completely our choice, you know? Um, and so we went from there into just talking about why we were there for the evening, um, how each of us was feeling in that very moment. And each person shared and brought a little bit of their inner world out, um, which was a beautiful way of getting to know different people because out of our group of 10, almost no one knew each other. Some people knew one other person, but there was not much other uh, other contact apart from that. And we... Uh, and then we went into talking about different levels of conversation. So three levels of conversation. There's informational, which is objective, fact-based information. Could be, say, the weather or, um, or something, um, something that you did today. And that's our sentence stem that each of us took a second, took a minute to turn to our neighbor and share with them something that happened to me today was. And to just to feel, what is it like to talk about uh, this informational level of conversation? And then we talked about personal. Personal level of conversation is how you feel about something, about someone, about an event. It's adding that extra dimension of your personal views on something. And in that uh, case, we turned to a different neighbor and shared, something I care about is and just saw what would come out of that and how that was different from the informational level. And then we went to the third level of conversation, which is relational. And that's related directly to the present moment that you're sharing with the other person. Something that is happening right now, right here, um, like me talking to you and saying, being with you, I notice. And seeing how that is a different way of talking than information and uh, personal. Not that any level of conversation is better or worse than another. They're just all very different and can be used differently depending on the circumstance and the person and what you're looking for. But of course the relational, when you talk about how you are in this moment and what's happening to you right now, does bring you into deeper connection with the other person. It draws you into their inner experience and allows you to comment on something that is happening right here, right now. And so as we did all of that, we also were able to, to share afterwards um, 
how that impacted us and how those were, were felt differently. Um, and, and it was beautiful to me how everyone was able to enjoy and jump into these games when they had no idea what they were coming into in the night. They knew that it were going to be some, some communications exercises, which could be a little com- confronting or uncomfortable. Um, but really everyone played along with these games so beautifully and, um, gave me a lot of confidence in being able to lead them as well. So I'm so, so grateful, honestly, for the, the trust that I was given as a facilitator for the evening when especially this was my first time and I did not know what I was doing. Um, and through kind of talking about all of these things and um, sharing what was what was real and alive for us in that moment and what we were all experiencing and seeing how uh, one person's experience would bring up another person's experience and this back and forth, it, um, it really went into such a deep direction and allowed us all to feel so much more connected to each other when we started the evening not even knowing each other's names. And after a while of that, it felt like the right moment to break from all of that intensity and move um, move to the dinner table where we had an incredible buffet, an array of different delicious vegetarian foods. And we all sat at this big table together and shared and laughed and talked about people's lives, but in a very deconstructed and, and uh, free-flowing format. And... To be honest, I had another game planned before dinner time. I had another game planned for dinner time, and it just didn't feel quite right to impose those. And that was something that I also found valuable in learning um, about myself is that I can sense that uh, when it's time to push further, when it's time to hold back, when it's time to change directions, when it's time to push forward. And, um, yeah, and even this, the timing of everything, I didn't even have to look so much at my, at my clock. I didn't have to time things. I could just sense when was the right moment and when wasn't. And we actually had, um, an amazing dinner that felt the right amount of time and length to, um, to kind of decompress a little bit before moving back to our couch area where we were all seated in a way that we could see each other. But as we sat back down, I noticed that people were a little fidgety and still kind of giddy from the conversation at the table. And I thought, you know, we can't just dive back into what we were doing before. Um, We need a different transition. We need something a little bit, yeah, uh, uh, just with a, a different different energy about it. So instead of sitting down, I uh, moved us back to a space where we could like walk around and um, just feel what was alive in our bodies. Uh, kind of like a walking meditation of feeling different body parts, um, how our feet felt in contact with the floor, how we could lead with a different body part as we moved around, what the breath felt like in our bodies, how we were interacting or not with other people as we walked past them. 
And then finally we stopped and we stood and we were just with our breath, closing our eyes and just taking a moment to check back in with ourselves after all of this intense connection because what's most important in being able to connect with others is being able to connect with ourselves. If I can't connect with myself, how in the world can I connect with you? And being able to tap back into that, that truth, allowed us to then come back and do another exercise where we could share the present moment experience in pairs and talk about what we notice in that moment. Standing here, I notice with you, um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then in response, hearing that, I notice, blah, blah, blah. And then going back and forth like that, hearing that, I notice, blah, blah, blah. And this um, kind of ping pong, but playfully digging a little bit deeper and it can be anything. It can be a thought, it can be a feeling, it could be a sensation, an observation. Any of those things are valid and they're all related to the present experience. We're not bringing up old stuff unless it's pertinent and relevant to what we're experiencing right now. And it does uh, create a different kind of conversation that we're not used to. I mean, someone asked, someone asked me a question, you know, um, standing here with you, I notice um, that I'm interested in knowing more about this aspect of you. And then my response was, well, hearing that, I notice how much I'm interested in answering that question. And staying with that energy of just how much I'm interested in answering the question, but not jumping ahead and answering the question is a really different way of doing things. It's coming back to the present experience of like, this is where I'm at and this is the exercise. And, you know, we'll have time for that later. But the exercise is actually about reflecting how I'm feeling and what's going on inside of me and not necessarily having the same, the same types of conversations that we do in the outside world. Um, just being able to practice something a little bit different and seeing how that feels and maybe even the discomfort that it brings up in us because that's how we what we went into afterwards when we debriefed how that felt for everyone there were a lot of different feelings about you know some people felt ecstatic about the experience and that it brought out all this joy and energy and other people felt kind of uncomfortable and a little bit unsure of what to talk about and and all of those experiences are perfectly valid and being able to talk about them and share them with other people is what um, is so enriching. And I loved how willing people were to open up about what they were experiencing. It just felt beautiful. It felt tender. It felt vulnerable. And we all felt so close to each other we felt like we could see each other and understand each other in a way. And so in concluding the evening, and it had already passed 10 p.m. by that point, I asked everyone to turn to their neighbor and say, 
something I get about you is, and just reflect back to them, something that they saw in them, something I get about you is. So after sharing how another person had impacted us in that evening, which was a really positive end to the whole night's events, then I shared with them a poem that really meant something to me, and then I felt reflected the whole spirit of the evening. I'm not going to go into that poem now, but it just was a really wonderful way of closing the night out with beauty and with grace and ease, and just to float us all into the next moment of the evening, the next moment of the day of our lives, and transition us out of of all of the things that we'd experienced that evening, um, but also allow people to connect back with their inner desire to be connected to each other. I feel like beauty is such a wonderful way of connecting us to ourselves and to this truth that lies within. So we ended the evening just by sharing uh, desserts and more conversations, which lasted at least another hour or so. Um, and he could just tell the energy, the electricity that was present in the room between different people and how easy it was for people to connect with each other. Even though we barely knew about each other's lives in the real world, we barely knew what each other did for a living whether we had boyfriends or girlfriends, um, where our family lived or what we were doing for Christmas. These were all details that, of course, flavor who we are, but we had already seen the core of each other and understood our souls, and that allowed us to enjoy the other aspects even more because they weren't essential anymore. We weren't judging anyone based on the appearance. We had already accepted each other for who we really are. And the rest of it is just kind of fun details. And it was just a amazing experience to see how people connected to the evening, to each other, to the games, um, and to feel how necessary this is in the world and how easy it is to organize and lead one of these things. And I admit, I put in a lot of time and effort um, into organizing this, but it came so naturally and easily when I was focused on why, when I was focused on the intention behind it and the joy of doing it and not in trying to be seen as something to... um, be a good facilitator or a good leader or a good host and when I wasn't trying to uphold an image and rather be a conduit for something that needed to come through it that's what happened like you could feel how that intention um, transmitted to other people and the impact that you can have just by being focused on on what's really essential and what's really true the core of something. Um, it's just a, as just another example to offer in a similar vein. When I was Christmas shopping the other day, I started to get stressed 
thinking about having to buy presents for people and the money that it would cost and the organization of doing it and how frustrating it is to feel like you're obliged to give presents. And then I realized no one is obliging me. This is absolutely a choice that I am making because I want to and recentering myself on why I was doing that, why I was Christmas shopping, made all of the craziness fade away. All of a sudden, the fact that I was in busy stores, filled with stuff, spending money, surrounded by people, none of that mattered anymore because I was focused. I knew why I was doing what I was doing and how to do it. And I could trust that that's what was right because I had the why down. I was focused on what was the core, what was the truth behind. And rather than making excuses for myself and saying other people are obliging me, no, I have made the decision. Same thing with this dinner. I had all of these other things I wanted to prepare. And as soon as I realized I was stressing about it, I go, do I really want to prepare this? Is this something I really need to do? Is this something I really want to do? Um, can I let it go? And some of the things I would say, no, I really still want to do it anyway. And other things I would go, no, I don't need to put, to make frosting for the cake, (laughs) you know, and, uh, gave a lot of freedom and movement to an evening that I could have decided to control every detail. Um, and if I had tried to control every detail, I guarantee it would have had a very different feeling to it. And people would not have been as comfortable. Um, so I wanted to share all of this with you because it was such an impactful thing for me and for all of the people that were here as far as they've shared with me so far. Um, I also want to encourage anyone who is thinking of doing something like this, um, just do it. Just go ahead, launch it. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to know what you're doing. It's gonna be messy. Um, and it's also super fun and really life bringing. So if you have any questions, um, please, please, please reach out to me. I would be happy to help in any way that I can. Um, you can email me at we the changemakers pod at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at Ani underscore changemaker. I would be happy to help you think through what your evening could look like. Um, use any of these games that I mentioned. You can find more by searching authentic relating games. Um, there should be some on the internet and Thank you for listening. I uh, wish you a beautiful, beautiful day and um, more authenticity with yourself and with every person you meet.